You're listening to the Clergy Chick Podcast. My name is Rhonda Blevins. I'm the Clergy Chick. From March 29th, 2020, at my home in Palm Harbor, Florida, due to COVID-19. And just a caveat with that, my audio equipment at home is in need of an upgrade, so thanks for your patience as I work on that. And for the video portion of the message today, the message was delivered in front of a green screen with the image of a darkened tomb behind me. There's a point in the message where I move out of the way and the tomb opens up, revealing light, and then I come back into the screen. You'll know it when we get there. The text today is selected verses from John chapter 11. And as always, thanks for listening. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother, Lazarus, was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. And accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. And the disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you, and you're going to go there again? Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and he's calling for you. When she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. And the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. And they followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, 
she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the story of Lazarus begins in darkness, in a tomb. See, Lazarus is dead. He's been dead for four days. And Jesus missing in action. Four days it's been. Jesus waits two days before he even starts to make his way toward Bethany after he hears that Lazarus is dead. Taking his sweet time. Almost as if the peace that passes understanding is somewhere deep within him. Well, when Jesus finally arrives, he meets Mary and Martha, and he asks them to take him to the tomb. So he arrives at the tomb, and they are weeping, and their friends who are sitting shiva with them are weeping, and it moves Jesus. And Jesus begins to cry. This is the only time in the Gospel of John where we, where we hear about Jesus crying. Jesus wept. The story of Lazarus begins in darkness. And we all know a little something about darkness. Paul Simon in his famous song began singing, Hello darkness, my old friend. We all know a little something about darkness. I remember when my family first moved to Florida, we had only been here a couple of months when Hurricane Irma hit. Some of you guys may remember Hurricane Irma. We decided to ride out the storm in our new home. And so we boarded up the windows, we bought all the supplies, and we hunkered down for the storm. And the worst part of the storm, it hit in the middle of the night. We were in our safe room, listening to things hitting, objects hitting the side of our house all night long. Didn't stop. The winds blew, the storm raged. My husband and I would kind of get up occasionally and peek out one of the cracks through the plywood that covered the windows to see what it looked like. And it was dark. It was weird. It was eerie. And then the power went out. And it went out for days at our house. Yeah, we know darkness. We know darkness in different ways and shapes and forms. But the thing is, without darkness, would we really be able to appreciate the light? Our world is, well, it's pretty dark right now. There's a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear. It's kind of like we're hunkered down for a storm, wondering what it's going to look like when the storm passes. So the world is in 
anxiety and in fear, and we can't call the first responders because they're, they're in the storm with us. And I find this pandemic, well, I find it incredibly appropriate for the season of Lent. When we diminish the lights, when we move towards Good Friday, the darkness gathers. But I got to tell you, I prefer Lent when the darkness is symbolic, kind of unlike where we are now. So the tomb been closed up for four days. Jesus is taking his sweet time to get there. The deal is, though, Jesus never promised that there wouldn't be death, only that he is the resurrection. And Jesus never promised there wouldn't be darkness, only that he is the light. And so whether it's a hurricane or a pandemic or the season of Lent in which the darkness gathers. I'm convinced that the darkness gathers in order that the light of Christ might be revealed. Wait a minute. Wait, do you hear that? Is that, is that the stone being rolled away? You know, I didn't read you the rest of the story here. Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb, and it was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there's a stench because he has been dead for four days. And Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Did you see that? They took away the stone, and Jesus cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth! The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary, had seen what Jesus did and believed in him. Now, we may not be out of the tomb yet, but the stone will soon be rolled away. We may not be out of the tomb yet, but we will soon see the light of day. We may not be out of the tomb yet, but Jesus is on his way. And just like the old gospel song says, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. So remember, even in the darkness of the tomb, we must keep hope alive because this storm will pass and soon enough we'll hear the voice of the Lord saying, people of God, come forth and we will rise up. We will be victorious. We will survive.
Thanks for tuning in to the Clergy Chick Podcast. Until next time, keep on shining.